0: That's the bones of J.R. Jones from the new album *Slow Lightning*. We spoke to Jonathan Linneberry about the circumstances around the writing of the twelve songs that became *Slow Lightning*. Turns out it was a painful process.
1: You know, this one for some reason it felt like like I was really pulling teeth. Right, and um, it was uh, a lot of you know just just a lot of false starts, and I'm. I'm generally a pretty confident person when it comes to being a musician or whatever it is that I'm trying to accomplish, but this one just felt like I just kept questioning myself with every choice I made. And so it just took a, took a lot longer and, um, yeah, just, just for some reason was never fully was never fully invested in it. And until, until we started really shaping it and just just took a lot of muscle, a lot of work.
0: Yeah. Okay. And when you say we are, you including your producer? Uh, well, I'm, I suppose,
1: I in. Mean, Including everybody, uh, my my wife for sh- for for sure because she's right. she's you know burdened with hearing me play these songs at nauseam for months on end. You know, I'm so sure. she yeah. she's got lots of opi- lots of opinions.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: and yes, I should producer, be interviewing her. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I bet she. Yeah, she, you probably get a different interview. I think, but uh, 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 yes, my my producer and my buddy uh, Kiyoshi, who helped you know basically. Uh, you know, I wrote the songs and kind of went with him with what I wanted the, the production arch to be, we'll call it, you know, kind of like the story to be told through the, through the sound. And he helped me kind of refine that and, and did an incredible job. Yeah.
0: yep. yep. So, so when did the album start to gel for you?
1: Oh man, honestly, it didn't, it didn't. Uh, so we did, we did like principal recording for about six days and we laid down about nine or 10 tracks and then we ended up only liking like six of them, right? Um, and so I, I went back to the drawing board and kind of listened to the six that I that I that kind of captured what I was after and kind of wrote to them. You know what I mean? Like using them as kind of a as a building block, right? And so it wasn't it wasn't to basically the last track was mixed that it felt and we were sequence, sequencing it that it felt like there was a cohesive thought sort of there. Gotcha. Pretty far into the process, yeah.
0: So, from some of the reading that I that's around the record, I read that uh, possibly this track, uh, "Salt, Sour, Sweet," kind of encapsulates the spirit of the record. Is that Mm accurate?
1: My poor heart ain't what it used to be. It sways and swoons, but can't keep time. I would say so, yeah. Even just just the way it was written, and the amount of times that I recorded it and re-recorded it, and yeah, yeah, it was uh, that. And I even feel like the theme of that song is very much in in tone with with the record itself. Just and what it, what like is it, that
0: theme for, in in your own words?
1: Well, I mean, I, I suppose you know it's. It's, it's, oh, um, <laughs>
0: it's not going to be easy. No, no, I, I, well,
1: and that's, and that's, and that's sort of the theme. I think, you know, like, I think like all the, like the salt, sour, and sweet is like this, this whole spectrum of, uh, emotions that we try to work through and try to push through to create something. And, 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 you know, you can't, you really can't enjoy the good without the bad. And that's, and, um, that's, I guess if I was to break it down to a sentence, that's what, what it really is about. Yeah. Right, right.
0: Now, I noticed sonically it's fairly sparse throughout the record. There's not a lot of instrumentation, but mm-hmm. at the same time, there's a lot of different sounds in, in the production of it. Is that something that you, that you guys thought about and talked about?
1: Oh, for sure. You know, I, I and it's, a, it's always kind of a delicate dance. I feel like um, I'm, I find at least the, the records that I really enjoy listening to uh, generally are pretty, are pretty sparse in their production and their instrumentation, because I think, you know, you can, it's very easy to overdo it and just kind of keep layering another coat of paint on something you know, and like just keep working it working it, and I feel like you know to. My mode of operation, these days, for better or for worse um, is really like I you know we go in and we we build it up quite large and then we just take. Start a taking. lot out All right yeah you know yeah. what I mean yep and and find and we figure out what you know, like I, I, I really hate. I, I really hate decor, um, over decorating things, I, I suppose, you know, and so yeah. I think a lot of it, a lot of it is trying to keep it, try to keep it true to, to the spirit of the song, you know, and that, and that not, not get it all muddled up with, with, you know, decoration. Yeah. Well,
0: you don't really have, just looking at what's behind you, I, I gotta say it's f- fairly sparse. <laughs>
1: oh yeah, well, yeah, we're, we're I I'm mean, in, I'm in my, my, my studio, which, which is my attic, basically, so yeah, it is. Yeah, it, compared to my mess it,
0: behind me, it's definitely. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah, absolutely. The, the other here I can show you, I just got back from tour. So everything's still like still kind of all packed up. And right. I got to I got to unload and all that fun stuff. So
0: oh, good yeah. times. How did the tour go?
1: It was good. You know, um, great, great turnout, which is always a marvel to me, you know, as a musician, I've been doing this long enough that and touring <laughs> long enough that like it. I still get tickled. By um, you know, showing up to a town that I've never been to, and right. seeing, seeing a you know a group of people come out that I've never seen before, you know, um, so I hit some cities I've never played before, uh, and that was fun. I got to meet a lot of new people. Uh, you know, it was it was good overall. You, I'm like battling this this throat thing right now, so oh boy, <laughs> working working through that. But that was the only kind of uh, pitfall along the way. It was fun.
0: Yeah. So it's pretty much a one man show, isn't it? Uh, yeah, yes and
1: yes and no. It depends okay. Depends on the run. I do a lot of it myself, for sure.
0: Right. Um,
1: but, you know, I'm slowly growing and and finding a nice group of people to play with, you know, and uh, that this last particular run, I was out with um, uh, a drummer named Daniel, who uh, I've worked with on and off for the last two and a half years or so. And um, it's kind of great being a two piece. Right. Uh, because, you know, we I just have a little pickup truck that we load everything up into and. It's just he and I, and we kind of drive around and, you know, just, just, it keeps it trim. It keeps, it keeps it economical and we get right along. So yeah. Oh, nice. that's always
0: plus. <laughs> and, and,
1: and he likes to drive, so I can't complain, you know? So yeah. yeah. It works nice out one.
0: well. Now getting back to the record and the sounds and stuff on it. I, I noticed you have a track called Love is a Sickness. And it has a very interesting kind of droney thing going throughout it. What, what can you tell me about that?
1: Love is the kind of thing that'll keep you warm. Love is the kind of thing that'll keep you warm. Yeah, she saying yeah, that she's burning down my home. She says yeah, that she's burning down my home. Well, so that 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 is um a harmonium that we have oh, yeah. in the studio that just um. And I kind of, you know, the the, the track, that track in particular is pretty sparse. You know, there's not much to it other than a guitar, that harmonium and my voice. Um, Some humming. But uh, yeah, I kind of like that drone-esque quality to it. You know, there's like this, it kind of keeps it plodding along, I feel like, and kind of creates this bed, this sort of like uh, agitating bed um, sonic quality that like the kind of like the delicate guitar kind of sits upon, you know, and I think it kind of, for me, it adds a little anxiety to the track, which I like, yeah. Okay.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's fun. Uh, and I see you did a, a video for The Good Life. So yes. Do you like to get involved in the visualization of your tunes?
1: I lost my head for the last time. Just feeling down. Need to turn it around and head it out and stay. Yes. Yes. I, I would probably be defined as a little bit of a control freak. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, I, I have a generally a pretty singular view of what I'm trying to, what, if, if what I'm going for sonically, aesthetically, visually. And um, so I concepted this video um, and I was, I'm lucky enough to have, uh, you know, plenty, plenty of talented friends who are willing to donate their time yeah. and, and put up with me basically. Um, and so we, we shot, shot that video over a course of three nights uh, up here in the scales, you know um, and you know, it was nice. It was just, it was just the three of us. It was, it was Maggie, who's sort of like the anti-hero protagonist or whatever of the, of the story yep. and the director and myself. And so we just had a very, very trim crew and, kind of drove around the county getting into fairs and, you know, letting, lighting fireworks off and toilet papering, toilet
0: papering my house, you know, that's always a plus, (laughs) a (laughs) good time. (laughs) Yeah. 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 So is that what you were kind of thinking about when you wrote the song or is it, are they two separate deals? Well, it is definitely a a lighter version
1: of the theme of the song. I think, you know, like I, 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 I battled with making the video a little darker. Um, Uh Uh, you know, it was always going to be sort of this sort of like re- rebellious streak, this character uh, that was being developed for the video, but um, at the end of the day, it, it felt like the video should be a little, should be on the lighter end of the spectrum of what the theme is of the song. And you know, like the, the, the lyrics of the song are mainly just about, you know, almost feeling burned out and, and wanting to find, you know, wanting to find that, that just that glimpse of light that yep. you're hoping holding towards and driving towards or whatever it might be you know for the good life i guess yeah all right and and it was going to get you know like the theme could have gotten a lot darker visually and maggie again the protagonist was you know we had all these other scenarios that she was going to get into like get into fistfights and all right, steal, you, know, you know things like that and really cause some havoc around town but it just felt <laughs> it felt, you know, we'll, we'll keep it light a little bit, you know, right. and, and just keep it easy. Yeah.
0: Yep. Yep. I, I got the feeling there was a, some tension in it in that, you, that those kind of things could have happened, even the way you shot it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, we, there was a lot of, a lot of, uh, a lot of running around with a camera and hoping that we wouldn't get, we weren't going to get kicked out of where <laughs> we were at, you know, and bribing, uh, there's a couple of shots, uh, in a carnival where she, you know she's on on the swings you know twirling yeah. around and we definitely had to grease some palms uh <laughs> of uh some operators in the in the carnival to let us do that you know right. she, i maggie ended up writing that i think that ride like six or seven times you know just for that shot right and she's a trooper for doing that because i i couldn't do that for six or seven times no. <laughs> but uh but yeah you know it, it was fun yeah oh, we, good it was harmless fun for sure. Yeah. Right.
0: Now, since we're here in New Zealand, I have to ask you about Taika Waititi. Did you work with him on something, or on some soundtrack of his, or he worked? I did. I so uh, I I hesitate.
1: I hesitate to say that I worked with him. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, but I I was fortunate enough that he did a he did an Amazon spot uh, last the last last holiday season. Right. And um, you know I I again it's so. There's so many, I don't not cooks in the kitchen, but there's so many people that are handling the creative process behind behind something that large. Right. That somehow I was lucky enough to have my track be selected, um, and um, we I basically had to rewrite it a bunch of different times and, and you know score it out with a with a with a producer buddy of mine. Um, but yeah, you know. I, I I was told that he loved it. You know, who knows whether that's true or not, who knows if he even heard it, who knows, you know, but I I like, I like to think, I like to think that he was, he was, well, you know, he was part of the process.
0: Why not? Yeah, I know,
1: right? I know.
0: Yeah. Now you wrap the album with a tune called Baby Run, which is kind of a piano based thing. Why is that, why is that closing things out? The devil always gets his fill
1: Well, ain't dry until you're satisfied. You're bigger than my skin hold. So now, my
0: dear,
1: I'm learning to let go. Like you, I see you. You have your vinyl collection behind you, you know. And I, I'm always, I'm always endeared to records that, that really kind of create. A closure to themselves, you know, and, gotcha. yeah. yep. and 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 kind of leave you leave you with something sonically different than the rest of the record, and you know, um, just kind of kind of this fun sort of not a throwaway, but just something that kind of like lets you like ease out of the record, I suppose. And so, Baby Run was very much that sort of tune for me. Uh, in fact, I was just downstairs working on uh, a different version of it that maybe will show up someday, but. Um, you know, uh, so that so that was kind of just sort of this like two minute thought, you know that that uh, I like to play the I grew up piano was the first instrument that I that I that I played growing up, and so I still play quite a bit. And um, yeah, you know, it was just 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 something that I felt in the moment needed to be there, I suppose. Yeah, gotcha. yeah.
0: Now it looks like your next show that you're doing is in Washington in the middle of yes. October sometime.
1: Yeah. Yep. So.
0: So yep. what, what do folks have to look forward to this, this runish? Of- and then you're going to off to Europe after that. Is that right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I'll be, I, uh, so in October, there's about two, two weeks, two and a half weeks. So I'll be touring, uh, through this, through the Southeast, you know, we'll do New York city and, and Woodstock, yep. but then we'll start heading South. Um, and those first three shows, which are sort of like the record release record release shows, um, will be a three piece, which will be a lot of fun. Cause I normally don't get to play as a full band. Right. Um, and then after that, we'll I'll trim it back down to a drummer and myself, and we'll right. do the rest of the run like that. And then November, I'm over there for about two weeks as well, um, kind of like on the upper, we'll say like the upper portions of the continent. Yep. And uh, that'll be a two-piece as well. So I'll be out there with a the drummer, which will be great because, excuse me, um, I've never been able to do that as a two-piece before. It's always me up there with a kick drum and me trying not to embarrass myself and all that other fun stuff. But yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So it should be a lot of fun. It's it's right. a busy fall, but it's great. Yeah.
0: And do you change the way you present yourself depending on where you are in the world? What do you, What do you mean? You or mean, your songs? I mean, everybody has you know, like here in New Zealand, we have a different mindset than even Australia. So you know, yeah. everybody looks at things differently and has a different That's That's world That's view. It.
1: That's interesting. Uh, not not consciously, I okay. suppose. Right. I think you know. I think different audiences react to different types of songs, you know, like um, I, my catalog, I guess is, is, is pretty large in terms of, you know, you know, heavy rock blues kind of loud stuff to very folky Americana cosmic Western type stuff. And so I, I can, I will definitely get a sense of the crowd, I guess, of where we want to go with the set. You know what I mean? Like London for, london generally is a very rowdy very rowdy crowd so that said generally is pretty pretty raucous i suppose you know but you know then i'll go to germany and i'll play for a small room and they just want something very mellow and calm and so yeah
0: okay ever been down to this part of the world
1: no i would love to though honestly it's um i've had i've heard nothing but great things and uh
0: all right well uh, thank you for spending time talking to me about your record uh, good luck with the shows coming up and uh yeah maybe someday it. we'll see you down in these parts
1: i i hope so soon
0: all righty have a great day thanks thank you man. Take care. Right. Bye, bye